The home improvement boom has continued to slow down during the half-year period. Uh, Italtal reported a 3% rise in revenue, while headline earnings per share were down 6% to just over 79 cents. Join me now with greater detail on the company's performance is the CFO, Brandon Wood. Thank you so much for your time, Brandon. Let's start off with the thorns. So trading profit down 8%, headline earnings per share declining 6%, dividend down 6%. What's been the biggest challenge for the business during this period? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I think overall it's, it's been a, a very difficult uh, trading environment to operate in. We obviously have a consumer that's under a lot of pressure. Um, we've come off the back of a, of a COVID or post-COVID boom in the home uh, renovation space. And you know, with that, we had a lot of new entrants into the market. There was a lot of stock investment uh, by industry players. And uh, so we effectively have, are sitting with a, a market that is overstocked, lots of competition, lots of clearance, aggressive pricing, etc. So that that has obviously been uh, a, a challenge. Um, but I think looking at our overall retail performance, we're not we're not too disappointed. I think off of the back of low sales growth, we were able to achieve um, some sorry we've lost a bit of power there oh Escom. yeah uh, we will go into that challenge as well okay. for the business but carry on brandon yeah. <laughs> all right so so here in the dark while we wait for our generator to kick in so um mm. yeah i think uh off of the back of low sales growth in the retail environment we were able to contain costs we were able to preserve margin with price laddering and, and good value offering for our customers so we actually ended up eking out a bit of profit growth in the retail business um, I think where we really have struggled is is on the manufacturing side. Uh, you know, the, the high input costs we've faced with um, the energy we purchase, the gas, electricity, uh, the input costs of raw materials, etc., have, have really placed uh, quite a lot of uh, cost pressures there. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the power supply has been quite disruptive too. Uh, although we've put in place mitigation over the last couple of years to really you know counter some of that, including curtailment agreements and the like with ESCOM, um, the power supply itself is not very reliable and stable. So we've, we've had many bouts of, of disrupted uh, production as, you know, electric motors uh, burn out, PC boards burn out, et cetera. And that's, that's yeah. been uh, difficult to contend with. And I think perhaps we haven't been as efficient as we should be in certain areas of the manufacturing business. So yeah. our manufacturing profit came off quite a bit. And given its significant contribution to the group's overall profitability has had quite a drag on our results. Yeah, that's the thing, because I actually wanted to ask, I mean, the, uh, the load shedding challenge is um, a thorn that a lot of businesses are having to stomach at the moment. So how big is that hole that it's actually burning into your pockets? So look, I think uh, if I just look at the two, you know, main operating business separately, the man on the manufacturing side, as I mentioned, we, we have we have some fairly good curtailment agreements in place, which really limits the impact of the load shedding on us somewhat. It's just these dips and trips um, with the existing power supply that is a challenge. Yeah. On the retail side, however, it is a bit more challenging. Um, you know, obviously, load shedding impacts on the sentiment of customers. So there's that element to it. Very often, our stores are destination stores. So when the power's out, traffic lights are out, congestion yeah. around our stores is quite significant, and, and people, quite frankly, just stay away. And I think also what's really uh, happening now is uh, we're also fighting uh, for share wallet when it comes to the discretionary spend. And we have customers who, who may have had the thought of renovating a bathroom are actually now spending that money and, and uh, you know, putting in a, a solar system or backup system at home. 
Yeah. All right. Let's go into mm. that retail sector. I mean, just looking at consumer buying trends right now, as we're talking about um, constrained pockets, are you experiencing significant shifts in terms of demand within your product mix? Yeah, I think what, what is very evident uh, when we look at our, our product mix is there's definitely an element of shop, shopping down by customers. Um, so, you know, from adhesives to taps, etc., really the cheaper product is getting more attention and more volumes. So there's there's definitely a, a strain, you know, there's a there's a willingness to, to invest in renovations, but really strain on the disposable income. So so a lot of a lot of shopping down happening in our space for sure. And you know, we just counter that as best we can with our price laddering, with our, our basket offering we have to the customers. It's really a case of trying to give them the best value for money. Yeah. You talk about increased competition and part of that is also the reduction in uh, the cost of imports as supply chain disruptions have eased and shipping costs have declined. So how are you managing that and those market share wars? Uh, look, the only way we're going to grow is by, by taking uh, market share. So I think there's many opportunities in our business. So, so firstly, on the import side, as you point out, um, it's getting easier again to to import. I think there's lots of buying opportunities in some of the markets, especially China, given that the global demand has, has fallen off and shipping, etc., has has eased up. So on the imported side of things, we definitely see opportunity. Um, on the manufacturing side, um, I think once we bed down some of our big capital projects, you know, we've got the the Samka Plus factory, which which uh, offers a unique. Uh, import substitution product. We have our easy tile factory out in Volcania with the tile adhesives. We have a robotic warehouse, a better that's going to make the uh, sanitary wear operations a lot easier. I think once we bed down those new technologies, new investments, there's definitely benefit and reduced cost to be realized. Obviously, with the reduced costs, we can offer a more competitive product to our retail stores. And then from a retail execution perspective itself, I think there's uh, some work we can do in terms of presenta presentation and display, uh, the range itself, mm. etc. You know, we've got to create a compelling reason for customers to come shop with us. You know, we have to differentiate ourselves from our from our competitors, and uh, we're fairly confident we know where all those opportunities are. It's just the hard work that yeah. needs to go in to realize them, and and of course, um, we've got to make sure we've got a team that's skilled enough, um, that's hardworking enough, etc., to really realize those opportunities. So yeah. we're spending. Uh, uh, a disproportionate amount of time investing in our people, training our people, and, and really uh, uncovering the stars in our business. Yeah. I'm glad that you actually touched on those opportunities that you are planting in order to uh, make sure that the business is more resilient, particularly to country-specific risks. So what are you looking at? What will be uh, your main growth levers um, that you will be looking at uh, in the last half of your financial year? Yeah, I think uh, just touched on it. I think uh, we, we're going to work on our teams, make yeah. sure we have the right people in our business. Um, we have to realize the manufacturing opportunities to reduce costs. Um, yeah. There are a few and, and we're working hard to realize them. And then again, it's just that compelling offering for our customers. They need to have a reason to come shop with us as opposed to our competitors. And, and we think we have the ability to do it. Um, I think our integrated uh, supply chain, our business model really provides us with flexibility. Yeah. We're agile enough to, to react to market conditions. Um, and, you know, with uh, CTM celebrating its 40th year in operation, we really want to make sure that that particular part of our business uh, glows as much as it should. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Brandon. That was the CFO of Italtal, Brandon Wood.